Hello, everyone. This is Isabel Zimmerman with Attracting Wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with me and listening to this podcast. This podcast is around my blog, Do You Believe You Have a Soul? And there are some folks out there that do not believe they have a soul. They believe that they are just a carbon-based form, and when they die, they die, and they get buried in the ground or cremated, and that is it. So they are not, um, they, I would say, believe that the universe is a very mechanical one, and system-based, that everything was random and the design of source is not prevalent to them. I can understand this perspective because when you study the human body and the mind and the early 19th century of the Industrial Revolution, that theory became prevalent because there was a lot of mechanisms and systems and design, right? But at the same time in the early 19th century, quantum physics was also just budding uh, with Max Planck and Niels Bohr and Einstein. And quantum physics is really the study of energy and light. So it's interesting on the Industrial Revolution, how it influenced our collective perception that our body is a machine and that we are machines. We are really energy because all matter is energy. And when you study energy, you will understand that energy cannot be created nor destroyed, that it is eternal. And so I go into it in my blog um, around a soul and how I believe we had a soul. And now, you know, as a psychic and channeler, and I talk to different levels of consciousness, and I hypnotize people and do their past life regressions, there is no doubt for me that we are a soul. <laughs> so, but it doesn't matter what I believe, it matters what you believe, right? And it's a journey of self-discovery, and it's a journey of wonder and magic. When, um, you know, I would say science definitely got me to become a psychic because I'm a very sciencey psychic. But it was really the study of energy and taking that study, not only in quantum physics, but Reiki and energy work and hypnosis is also working with energy and healing. And to one of the things that I contemplate is a person awakening would have to at least understand 
that they're a soul. And if they're a soul, they can connect with their inner being. But if you didn't believe you were a soul, then that fundamental step, you just couldn't be more, you have to be open-minded to this idea you have a soul. So some of you are like, hey, Isabel, I believe I have a soul. (laughs) But what does that even mean, right? What does that even mean you have a soul? Well, you have a soul, which means you are conscious. There are levels of consciousness. And your soul field is aspects of you, your multidimensional self, and other lives happening. Your soul field is also your guides and your inner being that is part of your soul field because all energy is one energy because we are one energy of source, the prime creator. And how cool is that, right? As we awaken, all of us will be able to see and experience other aspects of their soul field, other aspects of their other lives that are happening now. Hypnosis is one method to access to your soul field, the Akashic Records, meditation, and sometimes you receive a dream or a download of a life, or you have deja vu. There are clues and aspects to other aspects of you. Now, this is always lovingly guided by your inner being and your guides. And when you are shown other lives or other aspects of you, It is to assist you in this life because this life is the most important life because it's happening now. You're incarnated now. And how cool is that? Okay, so let's get ready for story time. Get comfortable. And I'm going to read you the blog. If you asked me how I got to the place of channeling celestial beings, I guess I was always open to the idea we had a soul. My mother was raised in a Catholic convent during World War II in Paris. She had books around the house on ESP and reincarnation. She would tell me stories how the nuns would told her to pray to Mother Mary, and my mother asked, why are we not praying to Jesus? The nuns were not too pleased, and she got punished. Apparently, following rules and praying to Mother Mary is a big deal in France. Even though I was baptized as Catholic, I wasn't raised Catholic. Instead, my mom took me to church churches, not to pray, but rather for the architectural splendor and the artwork of stained glass windows. I've been to many different dominant dominions of churches and found them all beautiful. Perhaps that's why I studied religion. 
Joseph Campbell was a big influence. He was known for the hero's journey. He dedicated his life to study all religions and mythology, and his knowledge was robust and vast. Joseph Campbell was a great scholar. In that college course of Joseph Campbell, we observed the various interpretations of reincarnations in various religions. The idea of reincarnation did make sense to me. It seems that in nature, things are cyclical and recycle, and why not us? Our sun came from a supernova, a prior sun. The idea of energy transforming into a new form seems to be of a natural order. If we are energy, perhaps we just transform into a new form or life. The study of energy led me to the study of quantum physics for six years. I was amazed and found it magical. Through the understanding of science, I understood that energy is eternal and cannot be lost. It just goes from being seen to unseen, back to seen, and so forth. Through the study of energy, I understood that everything is energy, including us. All matter is made up of energy. If energy can't be destroyed and it is eternal, then perhaps my consciousness is eternal too. Another word for consciousness is soul. Because I was open to the possibility of a soul, the divine, the higher consciousness, I was able to find mentors and practices to connect to my inner being. Going inward and connecting is magical and can't be described. It is one of my greatest passions for me is to facilitate that connection within others. Your soul is eternal and has access to infinite intelligence. Believing that you have a soul is a start. It will lead you to different levels of consciousness, higher perspectives, more love, and so much more. I'm cheering you on to be a Scooby-Doo detective. When, you know, um, it's interesting in the scientific field, they're talking about consciousness, right? And our feelings are unseen. Our emotions are unseen. And you can see how your emotions create your reality and create your experience. But the emotion itself is unseen. Your thoughts are unseen until you express them, either physically or with words or writing, right? And it's interesting because everything really does go from seen to unseen to seen. And when it goes to unseen, it that experience when we can't see something, it feels like a loss. And when it comes back, you're, you're happy, but it was never really lost. It was just hidden. It was just unseen. It just went into a different dimension. 
And so when you study quantum physics, you will bump up against dimensions. And that realm is just so fascinating, but it explains and it helps me understand the esoteric or metaphysical teachings. Often when I receive a teaching or guidance, I sometimes go to the science world to understand it. And sometimes I'll go to spirit to understand science. Connecting with your inner being, everyone has this ability because you are a soul and you have access to your soul, to your inner being, because you are your inner being. It's just that we didn't cultivate that here. We didn't show you that practice. And what's interesting in a session that I did in Atlantis, the client went into a life of Atlantis, sorry, <laughs> we weren't in Atlantis, but we went into a life in Atlantis. And in that life, she was having an altercation with um, some people in the village or her neighbors or friends, I can't remember. But she went to a temple to connect with her inner being to get guidance on how to handle the situation. And I thought, this is so freaking cool because here she's hypnotized in modern day, going into Atlantis, talking to her inner being in that life experience. And then of course, we're going to talk to her inner being after that life. So in the in the session, we'll go into a past life. I say past, only we go into a life and then we'll talk to um, the client's inner beings or guides and ask like, hey, why did you show us that life? The la 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 la, what was the purpose? And, and do healing around that for the client. But there was a time here on earth where we did teach how to connect with your inner being. We, it was normal. And it's kind of fun now because it's becoming more prevalent that, yeah, people are like, yeah, there's higher consciousness. Yeah, consciousness exists. We don't know what it is, but it exists. And you know, the CIA with uh, the gateway experiment it was on TikTok. And, and it was so awesome because like there was this young 15-year-old girl like creating 18 TikTok videos and she read like the whole report for gateway. And um, Bob Monroe was like really using, you know, didn't use the word God, used the word absolute and things like that. But like when they were doing astral traveling and um, really go accessing higher consciousness, I was just cracking up inside because he, he 
and I really appreciate the work that he did because when I connected with my inner being, I did use bilateral beats. Like um, I had been meditating for a while and I went into my car and I went onto YouTube and I played bilateral beats because I knew that would sync up my brain. Not that I had read Bob Monroe's paper um, yet, but I knew about synchronization of brain waves because when you study hypnosis, you study hip, you study brain waves, and I'm very sciencey, so I like to know about brain waves and what's going on and the communication between the two hemispheres, uh, you know, the right side and the left side, and all that kind of stuff. But um, so bilateral beats will help you connect with your inner inner being when you meditate. And when you connect with your inner being, it's uh, so funny, or higher consciousness, we're always, the typical response is like, did I? Did I make that up? Is that, is that, am I really hearing spirit? So just know that you will have doubt, and that's normal. And a lot of people will ask me, well, how do you know when you're talking to spirit? How do you know? How do you know when you're talking to your inner being, uh, Athena or whatever? So for me, it's, so it's different for everyone, just so you know. But for me personally, I am very grateful, but I actually can feel the energy like around my head. It will feel different. Um, like tingling or um, staticky or it, it kind of feels like electricity and different entities have like a different energy signature. So when Thoth comes to talk to me, I feel like there's two pressures on the side of my head and I'm like Thoth and then, you know, then I'll hear him and he'll say hi, Isabel or um, sometimes I don't know the entity um, that communicates with me because there are group entities. I, you don't need to ask for a name. I personally ask for a name. I know it's all me and it's all one. But I ask who's communicating with me because it makes me feel closer and like they're my friend. Um Archangel Raphael feels like a light feather on top of my head. Archangel Michael feels like a football helmet on my head or I'm in an airplane and I feel like the like my sinus, I feel like the pressure. I am grateful that I am able to connect so readily and easily now. Meditation really did assist me. I meditated for a year using the heart math device because it's data and it shows me um, incoherence. And then I became a coach teaching heart math. It reads your heart rate variance. So, you know, 
<laughs> because when I first started meditating, I was using those guided meditations on YouTube or Insight Timer, and they're great. Like, they're great. But I was, you know, I had a lot of doubt, you know, and I was like, is it working? I don't know if it's working. How do I know if it's working? And so when HeartMath, uh, it was a podcast, I heard about it. And when HeartMath came on and they had a lot of science to it, I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to get that device. And I did. And I'm really glad I did. I'm really, really happy. And I meditated and I still meditate every day. I meditate a couple of times a day. Um, I also journal and get outside. I really cultivate my psychic connection or my connection with my celestial team. And I, I do a practice. I would say I do a practice. I think it's important to do a practice. I have seen the ones, the, the teachers that I work with, they do a steady practice. They practice every day. I, the only thing I can kind of equate to is like exercising. Like the person that exercises pretty regularly, you can see the effect, you know? Um, it's, it gets you more comfortable. It you you start to trust it. You develop you you develop a skill. It's always with you. And I think it's also like, you know, practicing writing. If you don't write, is your writing going to improve? You know, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but how would you know if you don't write? So it's it's that it's in that vein. Um, doing a daily practice. I also did gratitude and appreciation every day, and I wrote it for a year. Um, getting a, a daily practice is really good. And then I took courses. I took courses. I found teachers. I got mentors. I didn't do it alone. I think when you take a course uh, to develop your ability um, to expand your mind, to work on your heart connection, or find a mentor or find a group, it's it's supportive and it builds strength. It's sort of like you know you can do yoga and watch a yoga video on YouTube and do your practice at home. But when you go to the studio or you go do yoga in a group, it's just different. It's just different. And I think all of it is good. Whether you do your practice alone, whether you do it with a group, whether you do it with a course, whether you find a mentor, I think it's all good. Why not do all of it? You know, just do all of it. <laughs> just try. You don't have to do it forever. Just try. Um so connecting with your soul, it's really hard to describe, but it's love. You, you feel like this peace and love and support, and you realize you're really not alone, and there's a lot more going on than 
what we've been told and what we've been taught and what we focus on. And it opens up many possibilities and more opportunities and more magic. And you really discover more of yourself and you let go of these rules and ideas of who you are and you accept more of who you are. It's really an amazing journey. And I'm so excited that you're embarking on this journey with me. I'm so excited that, you know, you're interested and you're curious and you're doing it. You're doing it. You're seeking. You are even maybe teaching now, right? Or sharing your own wisdom with others. And that's part of your soul field. This wisdom, this energy, your soul field is unique to your expression of you. And it's so magnificent. And so when you get to experience more of who you are, you get to share more of who you are and you expand all of us. And then we get to feel connected to you and we get to feel the oneness, right? And the oneness is more love. And love is the most powerful frequency. And from there creates powerful desires and opportunities for us, for humanity, for earth. It's really exciting. It's so exciting. So wherever you are in your journey, wherever you are in your exploration, whether you are channeling and you are connected with your inner being, thank you for doing the practice. Thank you for connecting. Please share your wisdom. Please share your wisdom. And if you're just starting and you're curious about whether you, you, how to connect with your inner being, of course you can reach out to me. Of course. I am but one teacher, but it is possible. It, it is so possible. You've already done it, but you're not aware. You've already connected, but you're not aware because you cannot not be connected, but you're just not aware. And so really that connecting to your inner being is just awareness. It's being more aware. And how cool is that? So thank you for spending a little time with me once again in this podcast. And until next time, see the wonder and magic of it all. Bye.